0: Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopele who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Hey everyone, it's Robert Raymond Riopelle here from Success Left a Clue. This is episode number one in the brand new podcast, and I'm really excited to be doing this. You know, I'm nervous. I'm sitting here in front of my computer. It's new. Not the computer, but what I'm doing is new. I've got the microphone stand. I've got the headset on. I've got everything in place. And I am just like nervous. Why am I doing this? And that's kind of the key. This is what success is about. Doing new things maybe that you haven't done before and wanting to have a lot of fun with it, but not sure how to get going. Well, let me give you the first thought right there. Just start. Start. That's it. So here I am. I'm in my home. I've got the boom set up. I have got everything set up. And I'm now looking at the recording. I'm going, what is this going to sound like? Is it going to sound great? I don't know. But this is going to do what it is. Because here's the thing. Success leaves clues all over the place. And that's what these podcasts are going to be about. To give you an idea, some of the podcasts, the majority of them are going to be me imparting on you information that I've learned or I've noticed or I've seen, not only from my journey, but in my day-to-day life. One of the things I already love to do as I travel around the world is I see things that happen and I go, how would I turn that into a life lesson for people to hear. And then that's what I do. I put it across. So that's what this is going to be about. A lot of these programs, a lot of the podcasts is going to be for you to hear from my experience, the clues that I'm seeing. But then also the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be able to pull some of the people that I have the blessing of sharing the stage with around the world some of the top minds in the world. I'm going to be able to bring them on, interview them on the kind of clues that they've found that have led to their success. Because one thing I want to make clear right now, success isn't going to always be easy, easy, fun, fun, joy, joy. Success is about being willing to know what you want and go for it, not even hesitating, knowing that you can take whatever obstacle comes in your place. If it shows up, you go through it. You don't get stopped. Maybe you get slowed down. But then, how do you get through it? How do you keep going? How do you keep moving forward? That's what this is going to be about. One of the reasons I'm excited is because I don't even know some of the broadcasts, what I'm going to do. I've taken already things from students saying, What would you like to learn? That's going to start making up the episodes I'm going to do. We're going to consistently be able to get these episodes out to you. And one of my commitments to you is, I'm going to use my three initials, Robert Raymond Riopelle, R, 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 R. And from those initials, I'm going to keep things real, meaning I'm going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm not going to just sit here and make it fluff and, oh, this is what's so awesome. This is why you can do it, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm going to keep it real, meaning you will get the good, the bad. And the ugly from my experience. So that hopefully if there's a mistake that myself or one of my guests have gone through that you can learn from to maybe avoid that same mistake, then that's what we're going to do. The second R means relevant. I'm going to keep things relevant for today in today's world. Not, you know, if something worked years ago and is still working today, then that's what I'm going to give you. But if it's something that worked years ago that does not work today, why would I bring it up? I want to keep it relevant to your world today. That's part of keeping it real as well. And third R is going to be it will be repeatable. So whether it's something from me or from one of my guests that I decide to bring on. We are going to teach you step-by-step. We're going to give you nuggets of gold. Things that are repeatable so that then when you learn it, you listen to it, you ingrain it. You can then actually take it into your life and make it work for you again and again and again. Maybe exact same way we describe it. Or you may do some adjustments that match who you are. Because with keeping it real, one of the things is, is it's got to be real for you. If you want success... Don't try to make success success just because it will give you money or fame. No, you want success that is in alignment with who you are as a person, who you are as an individual, what your goals are, what your dreams are, what really makes you tingle. Those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. Those are the kind of things that I get excited about why I'm putting this broadcast on. You know, with this podcast, not only am I launching it, but I'm also using this as a catalyst for bringing out my book called Success Left a Clue. For those of you who have been with me before in one of my audiences, you know I love to give clues. And if you can visualize it right now, Think about it. Here I have my two fingers on each hand, my pointer finger, my middle finger. They are touching my thumb on each hand. And my hands are up. And all of a sudden I bring them down together, side by side, and I'll go, give me a clue. I have had audiences from all over the world, as small as 100 people, as big as 6,000 people using that. And I love to give clues. It's one of the things I'm known for. So that's why, you know, Here's why success left a clue. Here's why I came up with that name. I'm just going to give you everything right now. And whether you choose to listen to more of the podcasts or not, that is going to be your decision. Would I love for you to continue with me? Absolutely. Do I think I'm going to bring you value? (laughs) Without a doubt. But the reason I came up with that is because from my journeys, I noticed that when people are looking for success, because of what they learned as a child and mainly through school, they think they have to figure it out all on their own. And let me just say this, eh, wrong answer. That is the biggest wrong answer right there. That is not true. You want to be able to look at the clues that have left been left by other people that have gone through the journey you're going through or that you want to go through, that have achieved what you want. Find what they did that worked so that you can then repeat it. Use the clues to move you forward. Yeah. The fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you're actually at least willing to listen to a podcast. So let me give you a couple clues of what's worked for me. So I never listened to podcasts before, but now I love instead of, you know, during my workouts, always listening to just music. I alternate. I'll listen to music, but I'll also listen to podcasts. And I am just devouring podcasts in all different genres and realms. And one of the reasons I love to listen to podcasts is because, as my friend Ken Courtwright, I'll tell you this. He's going to be on my bucket list, one of the first interviews I'm going to get. And I love what he says on his podcast that is about increasing your intellectual property, your IP. The way you have more success in life is you read, you learn. And as you read, you learn, you listen to podcasts, you learn more, you start speaking it, which actually raises your IP. And so all of a sudden when you're having conversations with other people, all of a sudden you now have knowledge on things that you're able to bring to them, which then attracts people at higher different levels to you. Because as you raise your IP, it attracts more people with higher IP intellectual property to you, which allows you to learn more. Talk about a great win-win-win situation. You're learning. You're attracting more people. They'll learn from you. You learn from them. Together, you all increase your intellectual property. So that's one little tip. So that's why you listen to podcasts. But the issue I was having with listening to podcasts... Now, maybe with mine, you don't have to worry about this. Because I do tend to speak fairly, fairly quickly. But I was listening to some podcasts, and I noticed... That they go at a very typical pace, a very typical straightforward. Here's the pace I'm going to go at through the whole podcast, and it was driving me insane, insane. Because I just, I, I maybe it's my ADD, whatever you want to call it. I just love to listen and ingrain and, and and engage stuff. And so my one of my business partners, amazing, amazing young gentleman, my name of Jason. Chetchek, another name I want you to check out. You talk about brilliance around websites, web design, understanding programming. He just ha- he he's got a heart of gold as well. There's a reason we're business partners because I just love who he is as a person, and not a, you know not just for his brilliance, but because who he is as a person. And he thought that I was getting into podcasts, and he noticed I was listening to him, and he said, "Well, you know, if it's driving you crazy, some of the slower voices." Go to your settings, and I'm going to talk about my um, experience on my iPhone. I haven't figured out how to do it if I'm listening on my computer. I don't know because I've never tried on an Android, but he said go to your, when you listen to your podcast on your iPhone, and you hit the menu where as soon as you hit play, you touch on, it brings up the settings, there's a button that allows you to either listen to the recording at half time speed or regular speed. Or you can actually increase it to one and a half times or two times the speed. And the cool thing is, with the technology, it doesn't distort the words. I'm like, this is brilliant. This has got it. Let's see. And so I started listening to podcasts, and I gave it a test. I tested it out one and a half times speed. I did the testing at two times speed as well. And after doing this for a number of podcasts, it actually didn't take long, but I realized... That for me, listening at 1.5 times the speed tended to be and ended up being the best speed for me. So now most every podcast I listen to is automatically set to one and a half times speed. And also I find I'm getting it more. It keeps me invigorated. It keeps me actually um, in tune to what's being said, not distracted as easy. So one of my suggestions for you is maybe try that out. That's a clue that I learned that's allowed me to have success in listening to more podcasts, integrating more of what I'm learning. So that's just one example. So through these podcasts, they are going to come out on a weekly basis for you. I'm also going to encourage that people, if they want specific topics, what would you like to learn about? You're going to have the resources to be able to send me a message and say, Hey, Robert, this is what I want to listen to. This is what I'm looking forward to. So we're going to be able to do that throughout the podcast. I'm also going to give you my five critical steps. Listen to my words, my five critical steps to creating the epic life that you want. The epic life. Now take that in for a moment and just sit with that. Epic life. What does that mean? What would be a truly epic life for you? What would be your dreams come true? That's what I'm talking about. That is, you know, the podcast is mainly designed to help you to not only realize what your dreams are, but then how do you step by step bring those dreams into reality? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to help you create. That's what this podcast is all about you being able to do that. So I'm going to deliver my proven clues, success clues that will allow you to be able to have and design the life of your dreams. So those are going to be in there as well because I'll let you know it's not just stuff from what I've read, it's what I've experienced, what's allowed me to go from being a person who... For those of you who maybe have not seen me on stage, have not heard who I am or why I'm doing this. You know, one of the things I've always been is an, uh, an entrepreneur. From a young age, I was always an entrepreneur. And from that entrepreneurial space, I was always looking for things that I could do. But here's what's interesting. From my programming, I watched my parents. They always said, Robert, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And that's what they were saying. But what I was watching and what, what I was modeling from them is they were, they were going job to job, moving from city to city, town to town, just to keep working so that they could provide for their family. Because when I was growing up, times were tough. We didn't have a lot of money. I remember every year I would be in a different school. I'd be six months, maybe a year in one school before I'd have to move to schools again. And to me, this was normal. But I didn't realize this is not the normal way that people do school. And so even though my parents were saying you could do whatever you put your mind to, what they were modeling for me is you have to do what you have to do. And so as I grew up and I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I was looking for the job that would give me the most stability so I wouldn't have to move around. I'm a loyal person. I was looking for the job that would have the greatest advancement so that I could stay with that company, so that I could be there for 40 years. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you know as well as I do that that's not a reality in today's day and age, is it? You know, research shows that the average person will have five to seven completely different careers in their lifetime now instead of working for one company for 40 years. But because this is what I was looking for from what I modeled for my parents, I was looking for the job that would give me the greatest pay or the greatest security. I was looking for union jobs. I was looking for city jobs, government jobs. The ones that once I was in, I was in and I had it made. And that's what I was looking for. But what's interesting is it didn't even cross my mind if it was something that I would enjoy. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. One of my first jobs that I had is I was looking to work at this factory when it got opened. They were building it. They were taking applications. I put my application in. I didn't hear from them. I'm young. I'm 18. I'm 19. Haven't heard from them. I need a job. And my father helped me get a job interview with a company that worked with fiberglass. Now, if you've ever worked with fiberglass, oh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I started working for $6.75 an hour back in 1987. $6.75 an hour, and I was like, this is awesome. This is huge, well above minimum wage. This is going to be for me. And when I started, I started working in quality control and moved my way to laying down the chop, rolling out the chop. And if you know fiberglass, you know those fibers get on your skin. They float all over the place. Here I was now, 3 o'clock every single morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'd be waking up, scratching, itching, and going, what is going on? See, not realizing that I'd get home and I'd want a shower to get rid of the fiberglass, but because I had a hot shower, it opened my pores, and the fibers went in even deeper. So now they're in. But I kept going back day after day to this job. Why? Because it was paying the bills. I wasn't sleeping. I was having crap, you know, I was getting tired. It was just, just life wasn't what it was, but I kept doing it. I'm working at this job for now six months. And all of a sudden I get a call back or a call from the factory I'd applied to. And they said, we're doing interviews now. Would you come in for an interview? Now, one of the things my parents taught me is to be loyal. So I said, I'll come in for the interview. But the first thing I did is I went to my boss and I let them know. I applied to this place before I applied to you. They've asked me to come in for an interview, but I'd like to keep working here. I don't know what they're offering or how it's going to look, but I'd like to keep working here. And my bosses, they said, Robert, we appreciate that. And I'll tell you what, once you know what they're offering, let us know. And if we match it, will you stay with us? For me, it was a no brainer. Absolutely. Yes, I'm here. I'm staying. And so I went for the interview Now, remember, I'm making $6.75 an hour, no benefits. I get to the interview, after interviewing me, they say, "Well, the job we're thinking of for you, it will be in quality control since that's what you're doing now. And we will start you, that position starts off at $10 an hour. And after three months, you get full benefits. Wow. Now, my mindset is, I love it, I appreciate it. But if the other company is willing to offer me the same thing, I'm staying with them. So I go back to my bosses at the other company and I let them know, here's what they're offering. Here's what they're showing. What are your thoughts? And they said, well, if they're offering you the job, please take it. We can't match that. We appreciate your work. Here's two lessons. I learned right from that experience. Ladies and gentlemen, one, because I was upfront and loyal with them. We split on good terms. Two, And that one just went right out of my mind. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's what it was. I got it. See, this is going to just be an off the cuff. We're going to have fun. All that fun stuff. The second lesson that I got was that I wouldn't have even been able to get that job in quality control starting off. I would have had to start at a lower position with the factory, but because I had done quality control in the fiberglass and I was had that experience that got me a higher position so my lesson was, you know, every experience you do can benefit you in some way. And I was able to rise up higher because I did look at what could I do to help me have, you know, the best life possible, willing to do whatever it takes. I'm not looking to start at a high level with no experience. I'll start wherever I can. Plain and simple. That's it. And so I ended up working for this company and starting advancing through. And as I saw it again, 40 years, I was going to be a general manager of my own factory. Long story short, a couple years later, they shut the factory down. I get laid off. I start, I'm now in an economy where I live. We have oil. And either you go through oil booms when oil prices are high, or you go through oil busts when oil prices are low. As I'm doing this recording right now, the oil prices are really low. And uh, the province I live in, in Canada, it is a lot of -of out-of-work people. So we're in the middle of an oil bust just like we are now back then and back in 1989. Now, of course, luck, luckily, I learned from my parents, you do whatever you do need to do to take care of your family. I'm newly married, so it's like I've got to find a job. And I end up, the only job I can find after hunting for months is to start delivering pizzas for a small pizza delivery company called Domino's Pizza. Now, some of you may have heard of that company. I start delivering pizzas, and very quickly, I actually start making more money then I was making, working in my full-time job, my real job in the factory. And as I was doing this, my franchisee decided he wanted to sell his store and buy two stores in another city an hour and a half away. I wanted something more permanent. And I said, do you need a manager? We talked for a couple hours. He made the decision. Two weeks later, I moved to Calgary, Alberta, where I live now, and I became a manager of one of his stores. My wife became my assistant manager. We started working hard like we were both taught. Working seven days a week from open till close is what we started doing. And as we were doing this, we now started realizing that we could probably make some good money being franchisees. We were actually enjoying doing what we were doing. So what would that look like to be franchisees? And it was just over a year after I managed that my, my franchisee decided he wanted out of Domino's Pizza. Here's a cool thing. We wanted Indomino's pizza. What a great mix. Here's the problem. We didn't have any money. But one of the things that's worked well with me is when you have passion, you can accomplish things you never had dreamed possible. And so we have passion. And we also have a willingness to learn. So what did we do? We actually spent about three months learning. How do you buy a business with no money of your own? Instead of trying to figure it out on our own, we found people who had done it. We learned, we found the system and we were actually able to buy both of the stores that he had for sale and we did it with no money of our own. Wow. We had it made. We are now Domino's pizza franchisees and we kept working hard and we started making pretty good money, but there's a little bit of an issue here. Very quickly, we started spending more money than we were actually earning. And I know some of you can relate to that. And at the eight-year mark of being franchisees, all of a sudden we were over $150,000 in debt and going down quickly. And that's when we were introduced to personal development. All of a sudden from an invite to go to an evening three-hour talk, we went to a three-hour weekend. From that three-hour weekend, we were able to change our lives completely completely. And go from being $150,000 in debt to being retired, financially free, nine months later at the age of 32. And it was like, wow, that worked. A little bit of information gave us this results. What would more information do? And at that point, we became learning maniacs. We spent two and a half years learning everything we could. And that's when I found my passion was to teach and to speak. And today, from those beginnings, I've now had the blessing of teaching over 250,000 people in person around the world in countries like Australia, Malaysia, Singapore, Taiwan, Thailand, uh, Poland, Germany, Italy, England, all North America, all over the place. I've been able to travel around the world being able to teach people. And it's from doing that traveling that I've been able to share the stage with some of the most amazing people on the planet. People like Sir Richard Branson, the Dalai Lama, F.W. Klerk, Stephen Covey Sr., Vision Lacchiani, uh, Sean Stevenson, uh, Les Brown, Barbara DeAngelis, all these amazing people. I've been blessed to share the stage with them, learn from them, mentor from them. Some of them, I've become a mentor for them. And because of this, I now have been able to see some success patterns. What is it that is the common thing in between people that have allowed them to go from struggle to success? Allow them to have more success with more ease and grace instead of having to figure it out on their own. That's what these podcasts are about. So buckle in, get ready, be prepared. Because on this journey, I'm going to take your requests. I'm going to share with you my experiences I'm going to bring on some of the most amazing thought leaders on this planet to help you have success in your life. My goal is to give you as much value as I can. So for success left a clue, my name is Robert Raymond Real I look forward to having this journey together and I look forward to recording more podcasts. Have an awesome day and always live with passion. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel, author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.